Blog Talk Radio. In the mix. In the mix. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Oh, my God. I know you're going to dig this. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another show. Good morning. That's Lindsay. Lindsay, last week we missed it. We didn't tell the folks. <laughs> Happy two-year anniversary, you know. I know. It was not so fast. I know. We be so busy trying to get y'all some gossip and juicy news. You know, we just black and we work too hard. It is. We need a vacation. You know. (laughs) Sorry about that. Right. Oh, my God. Well, let's hop into it because we're on a limited time crunch. People got work this morning. So, we just going to give y'all a quick little tea. So, Terrence, what do you want to get off with? Uh, Well, you know, I got some of my mind. When it came to this college basketball stuff, oh Lord! <laughs> I, I just gotta take a moment of silence for my Duke. Like, dude, <laughs> no, we lost to South Carolina, who has yeah. never in a team history made it to the Sweet Sixteen. But I know, congratulations! See, this to is them. why I never placed bets in the beginning. I just never know how it's going to pan out, and I know a lot of my friends were crying yesterday, so I feel your pain. Sorry, sorry for your loss. <laughs> oh, 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 it's like that now. Sorry, sorry for your loss. <laughs> you got, you got to take it there. I mean, oh my God. Honestly, what, what do you think about it though? Do you, how do you feel about what just happened last night? Even though you're not a Duke fan, I'm, you're probably a hater like everyone else. No, I'm not even like, oh, against Duke, but I know everybody's like a diehard. Um, I just think, you know, sometimes people count out the teams that, like you said, have never made it, um, you know, 316 or like Final Four. So it's just kind of like easy for them to be like, oh, yeah, this person's not going to win, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes if the team has that mindset too, then it's a lot harder, you know, for them to – come out on top and I'm not saying they looked at them like oh they weren't capable but I mean obviously somewhere along the lines they got caught slipping so I mean whether it was a good game or not (laughs) in order to progress forward you gotta win so I mean it's unfortunate but I mean teams are teams are trying to play to win now like I think before it was like okay we would know who the top teams were so it was just like we already Mm -hmm. knew what to expect but I feel like a lot of people now are like really working hard to like make themselves known so I mean like you said you can't do nothing but congratulate them you can't I mean that's March Madness that's what March Madness is and I feel like don't don't hit me for saying this I feel like not the better team won but they got outworked and Mm -hmm. March Madness it's all about I don't don't really think it really matters of who's the better team it's all about matchups like, that's just how the tournament is. If you got a better guard play and Duke doesn't have good guards, you're going to win the game. Or if, like for VCU, for right example, St. Mary's had more big men and better big men than our big men. So, yeah. I mean, they killed us in the paint. So, it's all about matchups. So, you know, it, it just depends who you match up against. But, you know, Thursday, it's going to start the Sweet 16. 
Um, so you know there's only a few more games to go. Uh, we got Michigan, Oregon. That's gonna be a great game. West Virginia playing mm-hmm. Gonzaga. Purdue, who I didn't think was gonna make it this far, is playing Kansas. So big <laughs> and knock off Kansas. Hey, shout out to them, Xavier. Uh, they're number eleven seed, so they, I think they were lowest seed uh, left. Uh, playing Arizona. Yeah. And Friday we got North Carolina versus Butler. Hey, y'all North Carolina fans, y'all some haters too. Just had to throw that out there. They was really hard. <laughs> Uh, South Carolina. Ooh. Nah, they they play hard, pretty hard. South Carolina. I am a hit on bitter. <laughs> South Carolina playing Baylor, then UCLA playing Kentucky. I think that's one of the most watched games is going to be uh, anticipated. I have Kentucky with my bracket, so Kentucky yeah. better y'all better win. And uh, final game Wisconsin versus Florida. So we'll keep you updated. There's a lot of other scores, y'all. You know, Elite 38. You know, 64. We'll post that on Twitter, Instagram, and all that jazz. So follow us on there. Lindsay, you got anything for the college basketball stuff before we slide off to something else? Um, I'm going to just say, place your bets wisely. Um, <laughs> don't bet with me because, look, y'all got it. Y'all know more than me. But, um, yeah, I think the games are fun to watch, though. You get to, you know, see what to expect, who's new talent, like, what's going on, people's strategies and stuff. I think that's always the dopest part because, I mean, everybody's coming with something different. So, I can't wait. Yeah, you're right. I can't wait either, but uh, this tournament has been disappointing me, you know. BC lost, then Duke. It's it's just, my bracket is all the pieces. All the pieces. (laughs) It's okay. You didn't place any bets yet, did you? No, not this year. I'm glad I didn't because I'd have been more pissed on this segment than, you know, than I am right now. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, understood. <laughs> Is there anything else going on in the sports world that we need to know about? Oh, definitely. It's always something going on in the sports world. Oh, All right, yeah. so let me ask you this before I, before I even say what this topic's about. If okay. you have three sons, right, they're all different ages, one in high school, I think one is going to college or just went to college, or one, yeah, and the other, he's a, um, he's a freshman at UCLA, one of the top mm-hmm. draft picks probably, all right, now, would you want your husband to exploit your kids saying he wants a $1 billion sneaker deal for his three sons? How do you, how do you feel about that? So, basically, mm-hmm. all right, let me tell you who the kids are. The kids are LeVar. Uh, it's LeVar Ball, and his kids are all the Ball kids, and they're, like, really talented. He has, a, like, a sophomore or junior in high school who's, like, dropping, like, 90-some points. It's our son. Okay who I think just graduated, uh, he was dropping, like, a bunch. And his, his oldest son plays for UCLA, who's a starter, who was actually projected to go to the league, I think, like, top top 20 pick and one of the top point guards. I think he's uh, got the most assist record for UCLA already. So that's who that is. But now back to what I just asked you, how do, how do you feel about that? Do you think he's trying to exploit I, his son or he's trying um, to look out for so. him? <laughs> I feel, I mean, granted, I understand you trying to get a little check, but I think $1 billion is a reach. Like, it's different if all right. of them make it to the league and they're, you know what I'm saying, really heavy hitters in the game. Cool. We could talk about it. It makes perfect sense. But for right now, I, I feel like it's, you know, a typical Papa syndrome where it's like, I believe in my sons. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you need to know how to play the game, you know, like as far as marketing them. And not saying they're not great, but. When it's the father pitching it, it's just kind of like you look like you're trying to trying to get some money off your sons. I mean, that's just me. Yeah, I, so. I definitely agree. I feel like one billion is a reach. 
And for the fact like they haven't yeah. all made to college yet, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Okay, well, I understand they get a lot of publicity. You know, they get put on ESPN a lot and this and that. But a billion, bro? Come on. I know you got three kids. You got to support exactly. all three. And that's not even saying they're all going to make the league. You know what I mean? And that's no shade to them. And I'm not, you know, trying to wish them not to make it. But it's just like, you batting a thousand right now. And God forbid you do this whole $1 billion deal and they don't make it to the league. Um, people are going to be pissed, and they're also not going to be wearing their shoes anymore. So you don't want to also embarrass your sons, and then they end up facing truth. Everything that you right. projected didn't come to fruition, you know? And at least if right. they're in and the league, cool. You know they at least all made it, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. I, I think the only person who has a billion dollars like sneaker deal right now, I don't think Jordan has one. I think he's just LeBron. Like, it averaged, it averaged mm-hmm. out after years. It's like billions. So to even put his sons almost in the same picture – as like the bronze sneaker deal, I'm like I don't, I, don't, I don't know about that one. I don't, I don't mm. no. <laughs> Yeah, he he, he tried it. He tried it. Players I can think of that can get a billion. It's not his son. Right, he tried it. But uh, you know, there could be other things. Maybe like you know what I'm saying. A few little bobbleheads will be cute. Um, some t-shirts. <laughs> you know, start small. Shit, why? <laughs> <laughs> you got to start small. Like you can't just jump out the gate. No. No, 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 no. Funny. I don't He's think funny. so. <laughs> but best of luck to the kids, uh, you know. <laughs> to get some pizza. Uh, be- I can't with you. Best of luck. Well, yeah, best of luck to them uh, while we move on to our next topic. <laughs> yeah, I can't with you. <laughs> um, so the the Raiders won uh, Marshawn Lynch. You know, beast mode, who retired. Mm-hmm. They want him to come out of retirement, and they're actually thinking about signing him. But... My question is yeah. why? Why? I mean, he's he's yeah. great. Beast mode is beast mode, but why? When you have Marshawn, I'm not sorry, Marshawn, Adrian Peterson, who's a free agent right now, looking to, you know, go to a different team. The Raiders were a good team. They still are a great team. Right. It's just their quarterback got hurt this season. If they can add that running back piece, I think they can beat. They actually beat the Patriots regular season. I, I think I they can beat say, them. If they want him back, do you think he'll even still be as? You know, it's good. Like, do you think he'll still have that moment? No, going? no, okay. nah. I think you know, you sat out. You didn't, you didn't retire. You didn't sat out. You know, Adrian works out every day, hard. Adrian Peterson works out hard. Right. We can't, we can't forget he was about to break like the record for rushing. Like this man's a beast. Well, I mean, would yeah. you think someone who's retired or someone who just got hurt, but still is capable uh... of doing? It? I mean, it's, it's kind of it's both kind of iffy because one's been sitting around. It depends on chilling. the injury. I was about to say because certain things like say if it's like an ACL tear or something like that, some stuff is like you kind of betting a thousand because depending on how well you train or how much they're using that uh, specific body part in order to do the sport is also very important. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if obviously if it's football or something and you hurt your arm, that's a big deal. Like especially if it's your catching arm. So stuff like that, I think you know, definitely weighs in. Um, but like you said, with the training, like if you haven't been doing it in a while, it's not impossible to get back into it. But, you know, these are men who are doing this day in and day out. Like they've adapted their whole lifestyle. Um, and the same goes for like soccer. Like you can't not play for all this time and then just try to hop back into it. You probably still got the same skill set and stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it just it just really depends because I, I definitely feel like an injury is something that you really have to get the person not only used to getting back to training with everyone else, but also getting their arm or their foot or knee, whatever, like back used to, you know, playing how it's supposed to, because it's never going to be a hundred percent the same as before, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. You, I, I just noticed, though, you always bring up soccer. You love you some soccer. 
I'm just saying. I, I only can say that because I I personally had two ACL tears, so I know it was a lot different thinking I was just going to come back in, and they'll tell you after surgery, like, oh, yeah, you'll be back at 100%. Yeah, your knee's back intact, but as far as if you still, you know, do certain moves and whatnot, you still have to be careful. It's still a very sensitive area that anybody can easily, you know, snap it again because they're only using other ligaments to repair it. Like, half the time they're not giving people, like, a whole – robotic knee. At times, they may give somebody a screw and stuff like that, but, you know, anything can happen. It really just depends. Hey, praise him. him. I ain't never got two crazy injuries, so uh, praise him. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Very expensive. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It could be a 50-50 chance that either can really work out Mm -hmm. in their favor or it can really just I mean, they can't really lose. I mean, it'd be different if they put a whole bunch of money behind them. Then it could be, you know, okay, a L on their part. But right, other right. than that, it'll just be like, all right, we good. We thought we wanted to do well, that. Never mind. My my vote my is Peterson. Go with Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Let Beast Mode stay right. tired. That's my vote. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. <laughs> hey, just throw it out there. That's oh, my GM. Man. My GM. My GM expertise. Okay. Remember that. I see, I see. Okay, can we dive into this music world, though? What? Okay. Yes, go. So, <laughs> between Rick Ross and Drake, like, they're, like, going off with these, like, albums. And, like, I'm here for it. But at the same time, like, do you ever feel like it's oversaturated sometimes? Like, they just put no. out too many songs oh. at once or, like, too many albums. Like, sometimes I can't, like, keep up. And the songs that I want to like, I feel like I end up liking the ones that are, on the radio the most because those are the ones that they're playing in rotation. Like, everything else, I literally have to sit there and, like, have the time. Like, Drake's new album has, like, a, a cool 22 to, like, 24 songs or so. And it's, like, even when I went to his concert, like, for the first time I got tired. Like, he has so many hits, mm. I literally had to sit down. I was tired. But I will say Drake's new album is pretty good. Um, Some people, were like, it was mixed reviews. Some people were like, oh, I've heard this style of Drake before. So I'm kind of over it. And I'm not going to say any of the songs are, like, super far left where, oh, he went for this Kanye sound. I mean, it's, you know, a Drake type of sound. Um, but some of the songs are a little different. Uh, you know, Passion Fruit is a pretty dope song. And some of them have, mm-hmm. like, kind of this little dance vibe to it. So, I mean, I do like that aspect that it's not just straight-up trap or not straight-up emotional pieces. It, he at least has, like, a good range of songs. So, I don't know, but what do you what do you think about Rick Ross' album? Because I think everybody loves his because he's like taking shots. I mean, I've, I've heard okay, so both of these albums, I've only heard you know bits and pieces. I've heard the whole thing, but from what I heard so far, I think Rick is back. You know, Rick is out here mm-hmm. sitting at fire, throwing a little yeah. jazz here and there. You know, he kind of getting a little street on it. I'm like, yeah, Rick, yeah. that's the Rick. I you know I I became a fan of. So I gotta listen to the whole thing to give like a full review. But what I'm hearing so far, you know, I think I think it's good. What do you think about the shots he's throwing at Nikki though? Like, um, do you think he should have did that, or like it wasn't like that bad of a shot? See, okay, so obviously this is one of those things where it's clearly perfect timing. Like, even if you listen to Kanye's lyrics when he was like basically saying in that part that you know he's pretty much married to, like, the, he was saying, like, wifey is going to act like the female OJ. Like, certain stuff, you got to wait <laughs> for certain things to take place where it's like, okay, it's okay to say it. And I feel like now he feels like because they're not together, he can kind of, you know, speak the truth on it. I guess nobody was really anticipating that he was, but, I mean, do you think it was kind of, like, strategic seeing as how the whole Remy Ma this thing came about and, like, you know, yep. people were trying to shade yep. me for, you know, I guess not 
being in Nikki's corner. So I guess that was Ricky's, you know, way of like standing up. Him. But he was just yeah. like, yeah, like in the apple of my eye, he was just like, you know, I told him he shouldn't trust her. But I wish he mm-hmm. would dig a little deeper. Like I can't wait to the interview with somebody asked him like, you know, why do you feel like, you know, me shouldn't have trusted her? Like, what do you think it was? Do you think he maybe felt like he she was using him for publicity or she was just going to, like, leave him, you know, like she left the bar? Like, what do you think? I, I think a little bit of both. She was using him. Mm-hmm. But, no, she wasn't even using him because, for real, she helped Meek get his sales up. That's just to be honest. She really did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, Rick was probably just seeing how – um, you know, Meek was just kind of like whipped. That's just be straight up. Mm-hmm. He was all about Nikki, but now you know, ever since he's broke up, you know, he's bashing her. You know, Twitter's trolling him. So I think he was just trying to, you know, warn his boy like, "Hey, bro, watch out for her. Like, she's not what you think she is." But I mean, yeah. And it's unfortunate because if you really think about it, when he had that whole beef with Drake, him being with Nikki, you would think it would be like a distraction where everybody's like, "Well, oh, at least he has like you know." the baddest chick in the game, blah, blah, blah. But it ended up working against him because everybody's like, you know, your woman is doing better than you or, oh, you need your girl to jump in and save you type of thing. And then because right. he had her pass with Drake, it was just like, oh, and your girl was also bouncing on his, like, stuff. Like, <laughs> it, just, it, it didn't look good, like, at all. Like, it's one of those things where, like, the girl, like, granted, she never dated Drake, but it's kind of like when the friend has been twerking on the guy in the previous years at the club and all of a sudden now she's dating a homie. It's just one of those things where, like, okay, now I can use this against you. And it just didn't really help him. And it's crazy mm-hmm. because I had a friend ask me yesterday, like, oh, when's the time, you know, the last time Meek dropped something? And I'm like, girl, he just dropped something last year. And she was just like, oh, okay. Like, people don't even, you know, pay him as much attention anymore. That's, which that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So Nikki helped him. Good. Like, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's uh but well, you know, he says Nikki paid off, paid off some blogs to, uh, you know, to bash his name and discredit him. I think he, oh, I think wow. he's reaching a little bit. But he said that to, you know, to gossip. Uh, you know, I mean, but it's like, not far fetched though, because I mean, Remy Ma just said it like two weeks ago that she was like basically trying to block her from coming to the red carpet, and I feel like Nikki is one though, of those ones that can pull. Um, no, Remy was, was saying it, so I'm saying like. I know what you're just, saying, but I, w- me- I wouldn't be surprised if she like pays or like had you know certain people politicking forget things, you know. But, in, in but order. for me though, like, they, they they were like boo, they were like you know they was together. I don't think she's gonna um, do that to have me. Have you Unless not me- been in a relationship before where I mean, is over you and you tried to talk trash and she would drag you through the mud? See, that's, that's what y'all, fe- y'all females, y'all always got to be, y'all, y'all always got to take it too far. You know, you know, us boys, oh, you know, us brothers. Oh, no, guys do nah, nah. too. Let's be clear. Guys be the main mm-hmm. one. Oh, she a hoe now. She was just that Okay, but me, nah, she wasn't fellas, saying we don't, that we don't, we don't say like that. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all say nothing when you was in her bed, though. All right. Nah, uh, exactly. Same with females. Y'all won't say nothing when y'all was over here. Come okay, on. so nah, it's 50-50. Okay. This ain't no male over female or female over male thing. Thank you. Because well, I'm not getting this with you. <laughs> and you We're not gonna have this argument on the show. Not, but, <laughs> uh, but matter of fact, well, since we argue a little bit, Rick Ross is throwing shots to everybody. He actually revealed who they is, who is uh, who DJ Khaled is actually talking about for once. And you know, hmm. you know, they don't want you. They don't want you. You know, to be famous. They don't want you. You know, all this. And it's actually about Birdman. Everyone got beef with Birdman. Like, uh, what, did, what did Birdman do? Like, dang. 
<sighs> See, this, I'm not surprised because people got to understand, Birdman has so much money. Like, it's ridiculous. And especially because, I mean, he's at the top, you know, as far as running all these different artists and all these different, you know, groups, whether it's Young Money, Bird Money, Cash Money, whatever. So, like, <laughs> to some degree, I feel like he's one of those ones that kind of, I don't want to say, you know, power trips, but he has a lot of control, like, if need be. So I don't know what he's, you know, necessarily in the way of for Rick Ross, but I'm curious. Like I don't know if it was like maybe Wayne was trying to, you know, get with MMG. Who knows? Well, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But did he like dig into it to say like why him and Birdman are that way or what's been going on? Because that that was new to me. I don't know. Because they both bosses in their own right. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what power moves I guess he's in the way of. Uh, I mean, he Who didn't knows? actually say it straight up he said it uh-huh. in one of his songs he you know uh if you listen to idols become rivals that's when he was uh referring to uh, so he said okay. back in the day i used to just call they haters but i realized after a while i had a chance to change the word out of necessarily they are sneakier than than that they are t- they take all forms so it will be immediately apparent that they're haters in their hearts but others have a disguise um Callie, that's that's what DJ Callie wrote in his book, The Keys. But um, Rick, just listen to what Rick said, and um, you'll hear exactly who they are. And that's, yeah. Ooh, I mean, but I'm not surprised though. It's a cold game. You got to think about it. All of these hey, people be trying to like, you know, for take everybody. out the other or be at the top. So mm-hmm. we will see. Rick is letting it be known. Throwing shots. Woo. I, like I know. It. I'm just uh, actually like Right. Got to support. Like, Got to like, support it. I honestly like that more artists are being um honest at what's going on because this is the thing. They have so many rumors that get thrown around or so many people trying to take shots at them, you know, um, behind the scenes and just, you know, within their own circles. So them putting it on the forefront and letting people know, like, I'm not going to sit here and try to talk behind your back or I'm not going to try to, you know, wait till we can have a conversation. I'm going to air you out in front of everybody so so people know I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm not playing games. So either way, it's still a power move. So I don't see Birdman dropping no album no time soon to, you know, rebuttal it. So I guess he'll do it. Let's grow up. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't say he's grow up. He got way more money than me. So obviously he knows, he knows something he was doing, something he was doing right. So I, I can't. I can't trip. I can't be a hater. And I wouldn't even be surprised if he don't come out with nothing. Like, all that money he got, he's probably just chilling at this point. Like, he's probably mm-hmm. accustomed to just sitting back and, you know, watching his artist work. So, who knows? Do we, uh, yeah, Lindsay, we got one more time for another topic. Or you got to, you know, go make this money. We got a quick two minutes. We got a quick two minutes. Let's go. All right, all right. We got two topics. I forgot one in sports. Number one, Villanova okay, you was said upset. One. You said look, one. Look, 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 look. You saw how I did that? Look, I'm going to slide in there. Uh, Villanova was upset. That the number one team who won championship last year was upset that Wisconsin. We got to throw that in there. Like you said, you know, upsets can happen for anybody as long as you play hard. Another topic, uh, since we got to do it really quick, Donald Trump came for Snoop Dogg on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you know, his failing career and all, what would the world be if, Donald, if Snoop pulled a gun out on Obama? What, what, what? Why'd you coming for this man? What, what was the point of that? What was the point of that? 
this is my issue, okay, because basically Snoop did a video where in the video he's um has someone who looks like Donald Trump and looks as if he's trying to shoot him. But here's my issue, like so many people used to put up pictures and videos with blackface acting like they were gonna hang our president and all of these different like disrespectful things and nobody ever said, Oh, we're legally gonna lock them up or oh we're gonna do anything to them. So for me it's not even a fair trial for you to even try to say, Oh, well, this is disrespectful for somebody to do that to me. Well, nobody ever said anything when they were doing it to Obama, so don't call yourself being offended now. No. Because any other time, it's always oh, art. It's self-expression. Oh, they have the right to their own opinion. Okay, well, mm-hmm. he has the right to his own opinion, too. And I'm not, you know, one to say, oh, violence is the answer and that anybody should promote it. No, but at the same time, like, if he's an artist and it's a video, he has freedom of expression, too. So what I don't like is that there are, quote-unquote exceptions to like the freedom of certain limitations if that makes sense like for some people Uh it's okay for them to take it a step further but like for snoop or something like that or oh if they're coming for donald trump it's an issue i don't think that's fair see i didn't even know there was a video to it uh that snoop made Mm -hmm. so you you're telling a whole aspect to it so i thought trump was just coming for snoop out of nowhere no, it's a it's a video and granted it's circulating online and I can I mean if you, you know, if you put yourself in that person's position, okay, cool. You don't wanna see yourself visually being shot in a music video, I get it. But in a in a similar way, you gotta think about it. For Snoop like Snoop to express it in that manner, maybe that's how he feels, you know, every day when it comes to Donald Trump being his president. Maybe he feels threatened and like Donald Trump doesn't really care about his life, so that's the only thing I could think synonymously for it. somebody to even want to put that in a video or to, mm. you know, show self-expression of how they feel. Because let's be honest, he acts like he doesn't really care about anybody. And that's, you know, not to be shady, not to be funny, but if it doesn't really benefit him, it's kind of irrelevant. So, I'm, you know, right. I can completely see where it came from. It's not super far-fetched. I just think for him to be offended and nobody ever had anything to say when it came to Obama, I don't think it's fair. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you busy blaming for like wiretapping and all this other stuff, somebody need to tap you. How about that? Ooh, well, that's in on that note. Woo! <laughs> you, got any, you got any good, uh, dang, just ended on a shot. You got any, uh, good word for us to go out and say, or you ain't got nothing for us? You I know. Deacon, 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 um, I gotta bring you back out the light. That's what I'm here for. You know, I'll I pull you back to the other side. Oh, and oh, okay, this is perfect. This is Psalm 119. Verses 101 through 102 and verse 105. It says, I have kept my feet from every evil way that I may observe your word. I have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you have taught me. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Ooh, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God. Yeah, you, you, needed, <laughs> you, needed that. you needed that. Yeah, you was going, you was going far <laughs> left. Ah. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Everyone, uh, follow us on Facebook. In the mix underscore, I mean, I'm sorry, in the mix online radio, IG, in the mix underscore online radio, and Twitter, in mix two underscores, capital letter on everything. Um, Lindsay, you got nails for the people so you can get out of here. That so you can go make the shmoney. Just no, I'm, I'm good because <laughs> you good. I feel like I'm going to go into a whole other rant. So. Oh. Everybody just a week, you know, ignore the evil things or the evil people. <laughs> um, you know, there's always. There's always a green light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, just do your best to always. try to find the good in people if it does exist. Obviously. <laughs>
Well, let's get out of here. We got to pay some bills. Lindsay got to make some money. She got to pay my right. student loans. So, Lindsay, going to make me that money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, y'all, y'all have a blessed Lindsay week. Lindsay. I'm your host, T. Y'all be blessed. <laughs>